1: Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. It's double game week time. Uh, my name is Joe, and joining me is Neil to look at the best armband options for double game week twenty four. Neil, how are you?
0: I'm good, thank you, Joe. Yeah, long time no see, my old team news sparring partner. Yeah, I think we've yeah. done a podcast since last season. So no, I know nice. it's
1: been it's been a while, hasn't it? Um, but yes, you're you're back filling in for David from the captaincy video Um, and excitingly a double game week so we're going to understandably focus the captaincy on those double game week teams Um, I think that's where most most FPL managers will look there but there are other options and we'll come to that a bit later Um, Manchester City Everton Burnley and Fulham all play twice Um, I think for me personally it's going to be a City player Um, they're the, the form team Um, They've got reasonable fixtures. I say reasonable, pretty much any fixture is good for City at the moment. um, But maybe there are others. Um, So let's have a start with Man City. They play um, Spurs and Everton. Um, Now, it's not ideally the best pair of fixtures, but as I said, it's City. Um, So um, they've just put four past Liverpool as well, who were the reigning champions. So which if any, of the City assets should we be considering for the captaincy? What do you think? And while, while you talk, I'll put some stats up on on screen so we can draw on those as well.
0: Well, obvious place to go, I think, if you're talking um, form and maybe security of starts as well, would we'll be Gundogan. It's, it's not big, it's not clever, but mm. that's where the uh, the form is at the moment. He is actually FPL's form player. If you look at the last 30 days, this is how their the form table works, the average score over the last 30 days. So. Mm-hmm. He's top of that. Um, so yeah, since he became this goal-hungry, goal-crazed uh, number eight, which he is now. I mean, we've been used to seeing him playing as, as part of the double pivot, and mm. then not playing at all really um, for yeah. the past couple of years. All of a sudden, he's he's, he's gold dust in FPL, and um, he's become. I mentioned this to Andy last Friday on the team video. He's become a bit like what De Bruyne was uh, over Christmas. You know, when Pep said yeah. he was not going to rest him. Yeah, he's too important. Whereas they've got options further forward, you know that interchangeable front three. Mm-hmm.
1: There's,
0: there's no one really like him. I mean, they've got Bernardo's playing as the other number eight, but in that setup, um, providing he doesn't go back to uh, the, the, the double pivot, which is what he was doing earlier in the season, then then he's kind of pivotal of what they're doing really. Yeah. Um, and Everton and Spurs, not really games to be resting place for. I know they've got a healthy lead at the top of the table now, but um, both. Clubs are competing for Champions League places, Everton and Spurs. These are sort of tough Mm -hmm. tests. Tougher tougher than they would have been a couple of weeks ago, I think. Spurs got Kane back, looking a bit more potent, admittedly, against West Brom. Everton got all their big guns back as well. Um, We saw what they did to United uh, in Game Week 23. So not games where you can sort of rest on your laurels, really. And and Gundogan would be probably my pick of the City assets. So this is... Just looking back since... um, since it became this, uh, I described him as the German Kevin Nolan in my scout notes last night. He's this sort of yeah. late, late arriving in the box goal yes. scoring machine. Um, so this was sort of from game week 13 onwards. We think he started to play this kind of role. Yeah. Now since then, he's top amongst City assets for pretty yeah. much everything yeah, his, he his shots wanted.
1: aren't it's, coming it's, from outside yeah. the box. They're coming. He's arriving in the box and yeah. putting those chances away. Um, yeah, you know, the last the last game week. Um, showed it against Liverpool, missed a penalty. It was almost heartbreak there, and then suddenly, suddenly gets a massive double-digit haul, um, and that's not unusual. I, I you know, what it is with some players. It's when they score, you just like, mm. uh, you just expect it every week. I expect yeah. Gundogan. The, the form city are in the it, as you said, the integral part he plays to it. So what we're we looking for for the captain, we're looking for a sure starter, and essentially the best player. The stats we got up on the screen. Last four game weeks for City. And they show exactly what you've just been saying. Um, In terms of expected goal involvement, Gundogan has been the man. uh, Expected to have been involved in four uh, goals. He's had six goal attempts, created nine chances. So he's doing really well in those sort of metrics. Um, He's expected goals uh, just under three. Um, He's actually scored four and he started four times. And if you look down the list, the likes of Sterling or Jesus, they just can't compete in terms of starts and minutes. Sterling is doing really well. Sterling is a good yeah. bet for the captaincy. Um, I think a lot is going to depend on who you've got. I personally have Edison Stones and Gunduan. Gunduan's the captaincy for me. If you say you had Sterling and Gunduan, there is an opportunity perhaps to go for someone a bit different. But you're betting against Gunduan arri- arriving late in the box and putting away a chance, which is what he's been doing for the last what ten game weeks or so.
0: It's, yeah, it, I, I went back to game week thirteen, minutes is when he scored his yeah. first goal He's the Premier League's top goal scorer in that time Three clear of everyone else, nine goals So I mean, and even at the weekend We saw, saw yeah. both his goals were from inside the six-yard box And that was when Pep mentioned this after the game He was actually playing deeper in the second half He was part of that yeah. central midfield And he still got in the box, still got in the six-yard box yeah. Twice to score So everything's pointing in his direction You, you did well to mention Sterling I did have a look at him as well He's, he's got 11 attacking returns Mm -hmm. in his last 11 starts tends to start the bigger games Mm -hmm. in which you'd say these were two of them i mean he's he's four rests this season three of them have come in home games against absolute dross you know like brighton Burnley, Mm -hmm. Sheffield united um so he does tend to start uh the the bigger games Mm -hmm. um he is uh yeah as i said 7.3 points per match is his average over those last 11 starts which is very very nice indeed
1: in, in current stats he's the, the the second man most likely to get you a goal yeah. or an assist um, if they were playing I don't know Fulham Palace that kind of game um, I would be, perhaps be considering the likes of Edison, Diaz Cancelo um, but they're not they're playing <laughs> Spurs and Everton who are both capable of scoring whether that be a like, consolation goal or really you know, putting putting them to the test in quite a high scoring match, but um, the defense is looking solid. But I, if it's got to be Gundogan for me, it's like upside chasing there rather than kind of beige upside chasing. Yeah, just
0: just on the defense. I mean, um, they're on this phenomenal run, aren't they? Like this, this, was that, is this, it eleven clean sheets yeah. now in the last fourteen? If you look at the fixtures they've cleared though, I think there's only been four who've been top off or are now top half clubs. So there has been a very yeah. very. Kind fixture, and okay. yes, of course they've kept clean sheets against think, United and that mm. in that time. Um, but yeah, this is this is more of a test. Uh, Seeing that, of course, like if it wasn't for that Ruben Dias rig game, yeah. which was so, so rare, it would have been a clean sheet at Anfield, which is you know,
1: yeah.
0: I was going to say it not something many teams do, but um, teams are doing it a lot at the moment. Even even Brighton and Burnley are doing it at Anfield, too. So, yeah, definitely. Um, maybe not the achievement it was back in the day, but. No. Yeah, of the City defenders, um, Diaz is obviously your your um, okay. your, Neil, your Neil's pick if you're assuming that he's yeah. not going to be dropped for that. And then Cancelo is your is your is your upside here. is your gamble <laughs> um, four times as many shots, almost as many of the City defenders over this period. I'm looking at from game week 13, he's created all but one of City's chances from a defensive perspective mm. since that time as well. So obviously he's got the the attacking stats but he's also got the considerable rotation
1: risk well. I'm going to put some defences stats up once again we're talking at last four these these, these stats were prior to last night this is to timestamp this this is being recorded on Tuesday morning after the Leeds Palace match I actually did this before the Leeds Palace match put this table up um, they show that in terms of big chances conceded uh, the whipping boys at the moment at Southampton I'm going to say slightly skewed by that Manchester United result but they were in the bottom six at that time anyway West Brom definitely Burnley conceding a lot Uh, Palace we know about as well they're they're not not performing well but then Everton have conceded eight big chances which is one two three I mean this is more or less a sort of joint fourth or so so they're still they're they're not doing their defence hasn't been doing that well it's tightened up a bit but um, in terms of goals conceded they've actually conceded seven so Everton are there are there for the taking um, Their expected goals conceded is nearly six over the last four, and they've had no clean sheets. There's definitely attacking returns for City there on paper. And then looking a bit further down was, was Spurs. Sometimes you see Spurs quite near the bottom, like near Man City yeah. when it comes to big good defences, but they're not. They're sort of mid-table. They've conceded big seven big chances over the last four. They've conceded they've conceded five times. Um, they were have been a bit unlucky. They were expected goals conceded was in fact more than six. And they've only kept one clean sheet. Um, I think there's there's attacking returns there. They've got Kane and Calvert-Lewin, those teams. So I'm not sure about the defence. But yeah, it's got to be Gundogan, Sterling, whichever attacker you've got there. But they're, they're the two standouts for me. Right. Yeah. Um, now I mentioned Calvert-Lewin. I think he is still an option. Um, you know, he got a double-digit return against Manchester United last time. Um, Everton play Fulham and Man City that we know about it, it'd be really the Fulham match you'd be targeting but it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he scored against Man City because um, you know he's, he's he's building up his form but yeah what do you what do you think for those that perhaps looking for someone different or perhaps they don't have they, they've tripled up on the Man City defence and want to stay, stay that way um, is Calvert-Lewin a good, a good option?
0: I'm happy to own him for for the double game. I've got him I've kept him throughout this barren run and um he's he's belatedly started repeating the faith. Uh he is a streaky player. Um when Ancelotti came in he, he had that run where I think he scored nine um before lockdown. And then afterwards, of course when I bought him, he um, he didn't score a single goal. No. This start of this season it was the same again, eleven in his first eleven, blanked mm. as soon as I got him in, uh in terms of goal scoring anyway. And then he started his streak again. He scored in the last two. So, if you're looking for um, for omens, then he's he's hopefully back on a streak. He, I looked at. Um, you're right. It's 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 Fulham plus possibly two appearance points. Yeah, is what you is what you're saying. It's possible. I guess, yes. The, yeah. There is a chance. There is always a chance with, mm. with Man City. They just need one one uh, lapse of concentration. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. He's got all the, as I say, got all the big guns back. Um, people have mentioned Rodriguez and Richardson being fit, but Luca Dini as well. Like, he's, he's a huge mm. fillip for Calvert Lewin. I think he's assisted um, three of Dini's assists have gone to Calvert Lewin. Uh, when he was playing with, you know, we had Hullgate and Godfrey at, at full-back for a while, and obviously he's not going to get the same um, uh, supply of crosses from from those two as he would with Dini. Um, yeah, I did look at, at Calvert Lewin. I looked at his his record against the, the bottom half because it, it is, as you say, it's for the Fulham fixture. Mm where you'd be capping him in. And he's top among among fours for goals scored against the, the whipping boys, They're sort of the bottom 10 this season. Yeah. Top of big chances as well. So definitely um, a game where he can he can bag a goal or two and then anything else against City a bonus. I, I would say about Fulham as well, just briefly, we'll come on to them in a sec. Hmm. Um, defensively, sort of more resolute, I think, since um, they brought in that new intake of players. So game we got like 11 onwards, they started playing three at the back. Uh, haven't been turned over by too many teams but we saw um, against West Ham, yes, they kept a clean sheet. They did move to four at the back. They need wins now. There's no two ways about it. They can't really be playing for for draws, really, in games against, um, hmm. I mean, Everton's a decent side, but Fulham, Fulham, Fulham need points now. So, hopefully, from a calvert loom perspective, Fulham are, are maybe starting to, or have to, yeah. start opening up a bit more. And playing for draws is, is no longer going to, Cut the mustard because um, they are well adrift. Of the rest now, of the last
1: years. last week on the Scoutcast, I was talking about headed goal attempts. And I was looking mm. at one of those things where you're matching up a player that's good at a particular attribute and a, and a team that's particularly poor at that. Um, and I highlighted Palace and Fulham as being particularly poor at conceded heading goal attempts. And I also then, uh, because it was Suchek were playing them, but yes. unfortunately, yes. you know, the... Um, the referee had other ideas there towards the end. But, you know, you never know. In that final minute, he could have got, got something. He, would have, scored. he um, would have scored. And Bamford against Palace uh, as well was another player I highlighted. They they are doing really well for headed goal attempts. But I believe the best for actually headed goals is Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. So you've got someone who's very good at heading goals. It's It's harder to head a goal than than shoot with your foot basically it's, hard, it's harder to get a headed goal than 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 kicking it um, but he is actually converting them and looking at the last four game weeks headed goal attempts conceded Palace still the worst with 18 and then Everton coincidentally with 11 and and, and Fulham with 11 as well so they have conceded um, the joint second most Everton and Fulham uh, goal attempts so could be a lot of headers in this game. Yeah. Um, there could be a lot of headed goals, but uh, that's the sort of thing that, that makes me think if it was just Everton against Fulham this week, a single game week, I'd be very, very tempted. Very tempted by Calvert-Lewin. Um, but it's not. It's a double. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, looking at the other fixtures as well. There, I mean, there are other options. Um, that Fulham and Burnley play mm. twice. Of those, Burnley probably have the better pair of fixtures um, they play fulham um, and then they also play palace um mm-hmm. so there's opportunities there perhaps um I'm, I'm thinking pope if you were going to go yeah. that way because yeah. if you're going to get a clean sheet you're probably going to get you might get the odd save point but you're probably going to get bonus as well would, you, would yeah. that be a fair assumption if you were going to captain burnley way you've just summed it up nicely here yeah. i'm completely overlooking fulham
0: and yeah. um, if it's Burnley, it's Pope or nothing really. I think he's—he's. Yeah. He's, um They've not kept that many clean sheets this season, but w- but when they do, he holds. Yeah. So six six of the seven times he's done that, mm. he's got um nine points or more. Yeah. And f- five of them are double digit holes. See? See, as you say, save points, bonus points—they always come. The way Burnley play, mm. those seven clean sheets, four of them have been nil nils, uh, three of them mm. have been one nils, or it might be the other way around. So they don't score, they don't, the strikers aren't getting in the bonus points mix, the defenders aren't getting in the bonus points mix because nah. they just don't pass, nah. they don't complete passes um, or create chances. So when Bernie keeps clean sheets, he holds. And yeah. Palace, bottom for big chances of the last six game weeks. Mm-hmm. Fulham, six goals scored in the last twelve games. I've got my captain's armband on Pope
1: as it stands. Oh I was gonna say Pope now Pope do you Gundogan. now do you own Gundawan? or I do. Sterling but yeah. you, so you're favouring Pope over Gundogan at the moment
0: I I may bail based on memories past of, um, of uh, Shane Duffy do but you know, slightly different
1: do you know fish, what though right? Ev- yeah. I mean I, d- I don't have Pope I have Ed- 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 Edison um, so Gundogan gets it over Edison for me if I had Pope I would have a choice to make um, yeah. because every single double game week I look back on it and I think why didn't I captain my goalkeeper why didn't I <laughs> captain Pope McCarthy um, Leno, Edison you know why didn't I captain that guaranteed 15 to 20 points which would have been 30 if, if it was a triple captaincy think of that as well yeah. and and every time I don't I'm not doing it this time because it's just my makeup <laughs> of my team is not um, I don't have Pope I have Edison so um, but I do think I do raise a really good point there and I do think certain people should be quite rightly tempted by that I think there are options. Um, looking down the fixtures as well, um, so I suppose you're looking at single single game week uh, options here. The only one I could think really would be Fernandez Manchester United yeah. away to West Brom. Yeah. Fernandez away, he's on great form. West Brom are awful. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that looks like good. I mean, he would be he would possibly be a vice captain for me even because it's so. I, I, I could just see goals <laughs> okay. yeah. um,
0: I've got a horrible feeling this is this is a, a week where um, a single game week uh, is the top course going I wouldn't be surprised if a game from this match whether yeah. it be him or, or Rashford I mean West Brom They, I, I heard Allardyce interviewed after the match and he was talking about you know, he just hasn't got a settled formation he's tried every different formation in the book yeah. uh, it was a 4-3-3 at the weekend mm. Um, drop Pereira, of course, he's one of his best players of the last few weeks. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have a clue of the right combination of players. <laughs> he's uh, even tried
1: dropping Lee... their best player. I mean, what? Yeah, that's scraping <laughs> and, the barrel.
0: <laughs> and bringing in Lee Peltier as well, who actually didn't have a bad bad game. But yeah, um, yeah if you're bringing in someone who was completely in the cold to play, he's, he's his third different right back mm. um, in the time he's been there. And they're just they were a mess. I mean, it's asking a lot of Maitland-Niles and um, the new that your cause to mm. to come in and shore up that defense in, in front of the in front of the back four, but um, if it was a single game week, absolutely, Cap'n Fernandez, yeah. no questions he,
1: asked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Allardyce is in ch- West Brom are a Championship side in the Premier League, so every week they're going to get hammered. Whether they yeah. just don't get quite as badly as hammered as we expect, or just simply merely hammered, they're going to get hammered every week because they're just not of that level. And so he can change his, he can change his formation as much as he likes he just does not have the personnel and yeah, when you when you it. when you're con- leaving out your best player just to see if something works you know you've got problems yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah um, well, good point. um Look, looking looking out the looking at the rest of the fixtures i can't see i can't see anything else so no. yeah i don't think there's any barrels to be scraped there just just no. pure double game week quality <laughs> Fernandes. Even even Antonio at home to Sheffield
0: United. I mean, Sheffield United had a bit of, a, bit of a, yeah. a resurgence in form, but they're looking more solid. They've got a, a solid core game and um, mm. uh, they're, not, they're not getting turned over in the way that West Brom are. Um, mm. And of course, we don't know if Antonio's going to be fit.
1: No, we don't. But uh, yeah, so if you're watching this after the cup game, uh, we might have some insight into, yep. into his fitness. There, we certainly might have some comments. Um, you're back later in the week um, yes. to chat to Andy with the latest team news, so that's going to be one of the things we'll look at. And I'm sure there'll be some FA Cup lineups to look back on uh, in amongst that to find, uh, see if we can assess who might be starting and stuff. So you have also have the uh, team lineup predictions as well. So do check those yep. out our Fancy Football uh, Scout. Um, we've also been looking at a lot of stats from the members area. It's worth checking that out on site. Um, lots of good stuff there. Um, comparison tool, rate my team, all that kind of thing. And um, obviously those stats as well. I, I, I favour looking at the last four. But yeah, you can look at the last couple of the last game week even. So um, lots there. But in the meantime, uh, Neil, thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your captaincy decision.
0: Thanks, Joel. Yeah, pleasure. See you again soon.